You're listening to a Sin Media podcast. Previously heard live on Sin 90.7. What's up, guys? You are locked into Hot Source here with Jenna, Elgin, and Dabs. This is Melbourne's hottest BME show, bringing you the hottest source with our saucy tracks and saucy chat. We just listened to Say I Didn't by Vic Mensa. Before that, we had Devil in a New Dress. Ooh, right in the souls by Kanye West <laughs> and Rick Ross. And we had Bury Me in Gold by Big Crit. And they're banger tracks, honestly. Devil in the New Dresses. Thank you. Thanks, boys. You know. Tell the people them at home. What are we chatting about? We're here to talk about youth and how the music has influenced us. So, Eldrin, growing up as a child, in as a young adult, really, in Melbourne, Victoria, yeah. how has music, hip-hop, you know, reggae, Afro beats, all of that affected the way that you've grown up as a human being. Um, I would say generally, if you really, yeah, generally I'd say it gives you gives me more confidence in myself and where I came from. Generally, that's what I would say. That's the biggest takeaway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think hip hop just gives you the most confidence, just because you're like Ugh. exactly. <laughs> yeah, and then um, and then other other parts like when you listen to Afro beats, reggae, but like old Afro Afro tracks, because that's when my what played around me the most. Um, that definitely like gave me confidence in myself. Just because I know where I came from Exactly That's what I would say How about you Jenna? Oh I feel like Music is definitely Very influential On us as young people And growing up Personally I like the way That music can take you Anywhere and everywhere mm-hmm. So like you say, talking about Afro beats You know my love for dancehall Me and Eldrin mm-hmm. Fight this out often But it's kind of really nice wherever you go you can always take a little bit of your culture with you i spoke about this before when you go to different places or you travel to somewhere new or you move you can take music with you that allows you to connect to different elements of your culture that perhaps aren't there in the particular place that you're mm, at yeah. what about you dabs i mean for me i grew up listening i started off with like my parents would play like African music around me, so Zim music. You'd have my mum was a big reggae fan, so that yeah. was like Peter Tosh, Bob Marley. Oh, Peter Tosh. All, yeah, mum is the biggest Peter Tosh fan. Damn. Like, that's an influence right there. So that was like me growing that's up, deep. and then I hit 10, 11, started, play, started listening to hip hop, and I was really like, oh yeah, cool, my people made this. Like, people yeah. like me made this. And, like, I think I that's huge that. to be able to see that and to see people who look like you doing things like i literally i was thinking about this as to why we all feel such a connection to Mm hip-hop i think as a person of color i think it is so easy to resonate with hip-hop because it's people who look like you doing it kind Mm -hmm. of thing and when there are certain genres where people who like look like you aren't doing that it's harder to relate to that whereas you can see real issues that relate to your experience to what goes on in your community being spoken about in this music which instantly makes you resonate with it so much more exactly and then so hip-hop and then now i'm getting more into like afro beats and that's like you can really hear like the upbeat kind of vibe to it as well and it's like yeah cool this is where i came from not only did i listen to whenever my mom played but this is like me going out on my own to go and listen to this as well dabs is trying to bust a wine <laughs> oh relax <laughs> <laughs> these experiences are not just experiences that we can share between like the three of us and something that a lot of like minorities black people can feel as well even in our lab there's people that are from thai backgrounds as well like i have a thai friend and he's just like out here listening to thai music and i'm like oh crazy like i never would have thought this is something that like, is really out here. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, bro, like this is all right. Cool, little flex, all right, cool. So earlier when I, earlier than year when I went to Peru, right? Little oh, flex bro. about Peru. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> does anyone, does anyone know if LJ went to Peru? Because I'm not too sure. I don't know, man. I think, I think he went somewhere in South America. Who knows? Like, <laughs> all right. When I was walking the the streets of um, Lima, 
that was one thing as well. Spanish rap mm-hmm. everywhere. Every young kid, like everyone, just had like I was just out playing Spanish rap, and that's everything you heard. Spanish, just rap. Exactly. It's like, damn. All right, do your thing. And it's good that kind of representation of the culture in in media is good because it allows for the youth to be able to like identify with themselves and their culture in music instead of having the regular generic American music and people be like, oh, like I don't really identify this, but I like the music. So yeah. that's why it's important to have culture shows like this one. Exactly. To be able to be that's like, so yeah, true. cool. To have a platform to play this music because then I feel like that's what I would have loved as a young person growing up to be able to find like BME shows to listen to that played music that reflected me and my culture. Exactly. Because like it's a way of learning. Like as Elgin said, education is key. Yeah. You nicked that from me actually words. because I said that in the first episode. So. <laughs> I was just stealing things from people the whole time. The three D chess exactly. was my idea. Uh, no, 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 I never took three D chess. That's yours. You have that one. <laughs> He's stealing. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like to have those kind of shows when I was younger, growing up, I think that definitely would have impacted me a lot more in terms of how I saw myself, how I saw my culture. So yeah, you're so right, Abs, to have this kind of platform for hopefully young people at home to be able to listen into mm-hmm. and be like, no, I like I resonate with these songs. I can see part they can see elements of their culture within them. It's so important and so more to come, more Facts. to follow. Exactly. More BME shows. We want to see it all. And just like how there's more to follow, there will be more to follow after this song. But you know Ooh. just Ooh. just just hold on, you how know. How does he do it? How does he do it? He's coming He's for me. He's coming for me with the slick transition. I'm gonna take oh. the transition crown, fam. This is <laughs> oh, damn. I... Yours are a little bit more abrupt than Jenna's though. Oh, <laughs> Yours hold is on, like, alright, stop hold talking. On, hold the on. next track. <laughs> hold on. The next track is Hold On <laughs> by Pusha okay. T and Rick okay. Ross. You're listening to Hot Sauce on Sin. What's up, guys? You are locked into Hot Sauce here with Jenna, Elgin, and Dabs. This is Melbourne's hottest BME show, bringing you the hottest sauce with our saucy tracks and saucy chats. Boys, tell the people them at home, what are we chatting about? We're chatting about the youth, you know? Youth them. The youth, the, how hip hop has affected us, how hip hop affects the youth in Melbourne, you know, how we're able to grow up, how you guys are able to grow up and learn from these experiences. And- Ooh. Yeah, so deep. <laughs> <laughs> before that, what were we listening to, Eldrin? All right, cool. So we're, before we were listening to Hold On, that was by Pusha T and Rick Ross, and then Sojourner by Rhapsody and Jake Cole. Oh. <laughs> I had to let you back announce that one just because you, you the love you have for Rhapsody is insane, bro. I love it. I wanted to ask you guys, who do you think is paving the way? And what do you think? What do you think is important if you're paving the way for the next generation? Ooh, you want to talk international or are we talking just... Everything, everything really. Give one for okay. international and give one for Australia. Okay, well, I'm going to say Chance to start with. Chance Rabble. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right, you're right. Yeah, you're the right. positive wave. Yeah, yeah, because we're getting on this whole thing of giving back to the community, doing things for your community. Mm. Obviously, everyone knows Chance does so much for his community. For Australia, obviously, we're going to go kite. Mm. For sure, for sure. I feel like it links into everything we've been talking about on previous episodes about representation, about seeing people in spaces who look like you doing big things. So being able to see people of colour, you know, do big things in hip-hop and in other genres as well. I feel like that's huge for our generation, not even just to get into music, just to have a sense of self-worth because it's really big to see people 
in those spaces and to be achieving doing great things that you know you can then resonate with and be like oh actually i can do big things as well it doesn't need to just be within hip-hop but definitely those two i think are huge for the generation that we've got coming up at the minute facts and for me this is an oldie i want to say diddy or jay-z because you know they're really starting the businessman wave not even just hip-hop like music you can be like cool they're like ogs in music right but how many rappers do you know really own their own shit yeah yeah 100 percent with jay-z he's so timeless so he's able to keep relevant all the time but without changing his sound that much it's insane like we're literally waiting for jay-z album and the man is like 50 yeah it's it's crazy I don't know any rapper that we're listening, we're checking for at 50. And he doesn't yeah, know, yeah, yeah. he doesn't really, really have to drop one. He just no, does he it doesn't. because he loves music. The title is his, he owns mm-hmm. all the music, all the rights to the music videos, they're all his. This is what Getz was saying, like he was literally saying that he is a businessman. Like, I know he has that lyric that everyone looks at the joke, he's like, I'm not a businessman, I'm a businessman. Because yeah. <laughs> he is, though. Yeah. So. He does have that kind of business side to it to show people that they really can. Like, it's not about just the music. There's so many other layers and levels to it. And he is very smart. Like, he is definitely a very good business and a businessman in terms of, yeah, like, how many of us have signed up to Tidal for the 30-day free trial? Yeah, just because like you you know Lemonade was on there for so long he's smart he's not he's not playing no games Watch the Throne is on there as well oh I know can't get that anywhere else crazy and he's always giving you tips out here on really how to improve your business they're subtle they're subtle but they're there in the music as well he's like buy a painting it'll gain value it's better than buying like a Lamborghini right yeah true (laughs) I think everyone knew that everyone knows that but it's just like it's just hard to get out of that. No, mentality. but it's crazy to hear a rapper. Rappers are known just to flex. But have you seen that video of Nipsey, though? Yeah. When Nipsey's talking, he's like, nah, like, I don't really want to buy, like, chains and stuff like that. I want to buy a property. Exactly. And people were like, what? what? <laughs> and like, now they see. Weird. It's weird that when somebody dies, like, afterwards, you're like, rah, they were actually on something. Mm-hmm kind of thing so yeah i feel like the more we'll see these kinds of artists coming up with like wise stuff going on educating the youth educating young people i hope we'll see like a lot more of it in the future and the wave of building generational wealth yeah jay-z's wealth isn't just something for him it's for his children as well bro his children's children children like good so yeah (laughs) and for australia i want to say manu croaks really He's Ooh, killing it. Yeah, He's true. killing it. Although, did you see that Genesis Arusi performed at Sydney Opera House tonight? Yeah. We, he, alongside he Kwame three, and Phil and Fresh. And 3K as well. What? Yeah, that's, that's crazy. Yeah. I feel like it's huge in Australia, for sure. The influence that those people are able to have. Because look at Genesis Arusi, look at Kwame, look at Money Crooks. Like, they are huge for a lot of young people, I feel, here in Australia. To be able to see people like that, like up in Sydney Opera House, must mm-hmm. be so huge because well, to yeah, have people have like thought, that, yeah. just you know, just casually, yeah, it's just uh, Sydney Opera House tonight, you know, no biggie. Yeah, it's it's not nothing huge. It's just that's, massive for generations. Yeah, that's purely yeah. insane. Like I always, I always, yeah, I always put Sydney Opera House with like just the, that type of music. You know, the Sydney Opera, music, opera House is full vocals and all that stuff, and just place. Yeah, not, not that they're better than like the artists that we know, but just that's what they're looking for. Mm-hmm. But I guess no. One, everyone. It's like we were talking about galleries. Yeah, oh, facts. Yeah, the, the opera house is not somewhere you see black people. No, it's, it's really not. So that's why I feel like people looking at these guys, you know, on, that perform tonight at the opera house, to them it might not mean a lot, 
But I feel like for young people and young people of colour looking at that, that's them. It gives them so much more. It gives them a sense of self-worth. It gives them, you know, it inspires them for the future. It lets them see that they are they are good enough to enter those kinds of spaces. They are welcome in those spaces. Exactly. And that if they want to work hard, they can achieve that kind of thing as well. So I feel like there's a deeper meaning to it for us young people of colour. And I think that that's certainly a way that artists influence us as young people. Mm-hmm. That's exactly true, Jenna. That's, you killed that. Thank you. But Eldrin, who do you uh, think is, is really pushing the envelope leading the right, pack? cool. So we're going to go international. I'm going to take it to the Afrobeat scene in South Africa specifically. I'm going to say Babes with Dumo. Mm-hmm. Um, she's just destroying the game right there. Like, Ooh. just for, yeah, just for youth coming up and everything. Yeah, she's carrying a lot. Just the whole style that's happening now in, in the Guam music is insane. So, just carrying that. And then now, if we're going to go here to Oz, um, I was going to say Kate, but I'm also going to say Sample the Great. Yeah, my nice she's huge. Yeah, just because, like, she brings just a different type of sound, mm-hmm. yeah, different wave, and then even to see that that she takes it to the festivals and everything, that just brings. I had a white guy come to me and just talk about Sample the Great for really like two hours. That's insane. That's <laughs> like insane. how much he loved her and how much he loved the track energy. That's crazy. <laughs> just that one track. No, like, just that dope. one. He just went off about it. He was like, I was near the stage or something, and then I heard the beat, and I'm like. What? And he's like, yeah, Sam the Great. And then he's like, oh, cool, man. Wow. She's so cool. She's really good. I went to see her when she performed at Melbourne Uni not that long ago. And I was saying to you guys, like, the feeling that I got being there was just something else because it was because I felt reflected. Like, she played her, her track, Black Girl Magic. And to have people release songs like that is so important because it does really ignite something within there was like this little group of us at the front of like literally like young women of color yeah. and you could see that all of us were just so happy because we felt reflected for once mm-hmm. and you know we could actually relate but there were still so many other people enjoying the music as well but there's that extra little bit so that deeper for you yeah that just goes that little bit deeper because you actually finally feel like somebody is singing about talking about and sharing exactly what you felt inside for so long but didn't perhaps didn't know how to express or didn't think that anybody else was feeling and there it is for you for like so many other people to be enjoying as well it just makes so much more sense it's crazy exactly and that's that's all we're talking about on the show like we're not saying music the music that we listen to Afrobeats, all of the music that we play on the show isn't you're not able to relate to it because you don't have this cultural experience music is music you can like music you can dislike music no matter where you're from right it's just when you have that kind of cultural connection it just goes a little bit further where you're like, yes, I really get this right, right in my soul. Like, it's Ooh, something it deep inside you, it really ticks. And it's like... It hits you Yeah, that's, that's why shows like this are important. That's why you got to kill it. And that's why having artists like this is so important. Mm-hmm. And I think that we will see more people come up, like, through the ranks that reflect different cultures. Not just our culture, like, all other cultures. I feel like it's so important to be making, like, space for people to be advocates to represent and to really inspire young people because as corny as it sounds young people are the future and you know the more outlets we give them to see themselves reflected and more opportunities that we create for them and allow them to latch onto the better the world is going to be essentially if you see what i mean exactly Preach, Damn. preach, my peeps. I'm just step back and lay out. Preach today. <laughs> preach like, to I'm the just, congregation. I'm learning. I'm learning. 
This I is like sun, this is Sunday service on, the, it actually on the Thursday. Is, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you know? Yeah, Might but it. we're gonna carry on taking people around the world. Do you know what's a really nice place in the world? Fam. Egypt. Egypt is a cool place. You guys ever been to the pyramids? This is pyramids by Frank Ocean. See, that was <laughs> abrupt. <laughs> that was That's abrupt. Ridiculous. <laughs> What's up, guys? You are locked into Hot Sauce with plenty of love around you. It's Jenna, Elgin, and Dabs here on Melbourne's hottest BME show. You guys just heard Stay Right Here by Salva, and before that, you heard Pyramids by Frank Ocean. Yeah, exactly. That's a killer show. Boys, what are we here to talk about today? We're here to talk about the youth. And, you the know, youth. the youth that are listening right now. You know, the youth is at the soul, bro. The youth is at the soul. And so we're talk- here to talk about how hip-hop, how music has affected us, how hip-hop has affected yourself, how the culture has changed, mm. even within your own music. Yeah. But specifically right cultures. now, right now we're talking on um, the use of view, the use view on hip-hop, mm-hmm. how that's changed from previous generations. Because it's not in a negative way, but like, I'd, I'd see that a lot of people say now it's also like a business. Like hip hop, the just genre itself yeah. is a business. You know, you can just get on you, one quick track, boom, you made your money, mm. live your life. I think certainly for me, like what I was saying last week about you have this certain controversy around hip hop that obviously made it popular to a lot of people. I was saying that when you look back at like reality rap, and that was people literally rapping about their reality. The issue I think we have now within this generation is you have people trying to be controversial for the sake of being controversial. Yeah. Which I think is a dangerous message to send to some youth. And I think that it is, like, a little bit of an issue. Because we're looking at, at people like 6 9 and, you know, other people who have earned themselves the, like, cancelled title. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I That's- feel like it's because they're just doing dumb things to be controversial for the sake of being controversial, to keep that kind of controversial name around hip-hop. Mm. Yeah, for sure. No, definitely people doing that for sure. But then I always look at people like Joey Badass, just use people that are young that are obviously paving the way, like in a good type of way. Yeah, like, there's definitely a lot of good going on as well, for sure. Traditional what you'd look like rap to be, and then you got you got guys, you got like Kendrick, the the three that you look at, Kendrick, J Cole, J Cole, and Drake, that are just the youth that are coming under them, the next generation. They're just totally different, to be honest. Yeah, compared to the last one. <clears throat> where it's like more creativity I love it's it. like who do you think will be the next big figureheads because I think we spoke about this ages ago on the hip hop show because we talk about tattoos because yeah. I see people with like biggie tattoos park tattoos all the time and I'm like who do you think is going to catch on for the next generation like are we going to start you have, like, seeing young thug. Young thug. No. <laughs> no young thug is actually like at, like it seems like a meme young dirty maid <laughs> <laughs> it seems like a meme, but Young Thug is actually like a bit of a legend, for real. Uh, there's a whole bunch, there's a whole line of rappers that have been bought just from Young Thug's influence. Yeah, no, that's for sure. That, yeah, that's for. Sure. I'm just saying, would you like one, a Young Thug or a Tupac? Like, you can't tattoo. Can't really I'm talking compare. about the tattoo. You compare about the two. Yeah, but I'm no, saying it's like a whole different like, era. We're talking about the moving on from the generation. Yeah, we're saying mm-hmm. like going forward, looking to the future, because obviously there's going to be a time 
when you know people are going to look at where we are at now yeah. and that's going to be the past like there's so many use right now they don't they don't they could not name you like a whole bunch of Tupac tracks or no. tracks no no definitely not but there's definitely a bunch of youth that can name a bunch of Young Thug songs. That's what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. And these are the grandpas of the future, bro. That's what I'm saying. Go put it on Young Thug at the barbecue. Like, what do you know about this? <laughs> Have you seen that video on uh, Facebook? It's like me at my family barbecue uh, busting out to Redbone. <laughs> you're like, you're like, yeah, that's me. Cooking, <laughs> cooking on the cooker. Uh, but that's the view, the view on hip-hop that I have now as like this person that I am, right, is more spontaneity. Like, hip-hop's a very spontaneous song right now. It is. <laughs> it, it, is it is. It is. It is. Why have you seen? What, have you seen spontaneous? <laughs> okay, good. Uh, and like, if you look at YouTube, you look at everything. You look at all the big streaming services. You can see they'll put on a rapper once. Like, there's a new one that I've been listening. To. His name is The Baby. Like, he okay. performed at a show recently, yeah, and he's been blowing up like crazy. Massive, but he's been pretty big in his hometown, but like not like worldwide, international big. Mm. But after what, like, you, it's not something that comes up on a slow burn like you see them every once in a while on a track here and there like the weekend when you like in the background of people's videos hiding his face and then he'll release a video and people will be like oh this is the guy that was in that video way back when yeah people just show up out of nowhere and then disappear just as quickly yeah like blueface yeah yeah yeah, yeah blueface but blue he, blueface himself literally said like i don't care about this rap game i'm here to make money mm-hmm. yeah so I, I wouldn't really look to him like to say like oh that's right yeah that's that's such a point like do we do you think we see the same level of passion and the same level of like care for the actual music these days it's not. or is it literally all just a money making machine because like that's why we get people wilding out trying to be controversial because they understand that that's what sells yeah that's what exactly. they understand that or it's like do we see the same level of care and thought put into the music i don't know i, don't I mean if it, you look at if yeah. like, what's his name um <clears throat> jonah Joy, Joy, lucas jonah lucas yeah. yeah like realistically he embodies what old rap is but mm-hmm. he's looked at as being like a corny dude <laughs> no i feel like it does so, there's, yeah. there's there's levels to it because if you listen to someone like jrd right jrd and him right about the same things so they've even collabed right or yeah. kendrick Right, people don't listen to Kendrick JRD as corny, but I feel like Dwayne Lucas has an image on the social media that he just is kind of funny about. Yeah. Whereas if you get to it, his music is actually really good, right? Yeah, like his music, like what what old heads and like the traditional old heads talk about rap being like, oh, rap ain't the same, and they will they will they'll they'll like trash Dwayne Lucas. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Like that's everything that you like you embody. Exactly, but to go back onto the the viewpoint of hip hop, I think like what Jenna said before, how nowadays people are on this wave to try and create a controversy around themselves so they can make a quick bag and then dip. I think back in the '90s and '80s and way back when, when Tupac and Biggie were still you know killing the game. Hip hop and rap was a way for you to escape the situation that you was in. Yeah, exactly. And that's even that's in the music as well because you can see. The way that they talk about the situation is this is reality, this is what we live in, and I'm rapping like this yeah. to get this off my chest. And if you listen to it, you can relate to this, and that's gonna make me big. But well, I'm doing it because I love the music, and I really want to find a way to escape this situation. And music is the only way I can do that. That's exactly what I was saying. Yeah, it's so it's so different. The the reasons why people were getting into music before and what hip hop was then, and it's kind of like I was saying last week. The people who are big in the game, they can't really do that because, let's be real, their life is pretty sweet. Exactly. Like, there aren't these kind of... There, there are these major issues still, but these kinds of people, they sit at a point of, like, most of the time, of a lot of privilege. 
compared to the kind of perspectives and the platforms that people were coming from at the very start. Mm. So yeah, they just don't have the same reality to talk about. So it's entirely like manufactured and because it, it's to be consumed. And it lacks it lacks what is it authenticity. You can listen to something and be like, nah, this isn't genuine. And genuine like authenticity is what makes people stick. Mm. It's like that, that. What's that video? Um, <clears throat> the Vince Staples video where like the kid. He's like running through the hood and whatever, and then there's a kid like watching everything through like a Google Maps. Yeah. And then he goes back to his life where he's like making noodles something with his mom. Yeah. So yeah, it's just it's just a, it's just a point where people like I think hip hop right now for the youth or like I think wider youth more so because now it's like the number one listen to genre. I think the people that haven't really identified with what hip hop spoke about for a long time, it's just a way of them escaping and finding out something new. It's like a long movie. Yeah. Like you're just tuning into this movie, and then cool, I can go back and go. I don't know, make my popcorn or whatever. Exactly. And go chill out. It's appealing to people because it's not what they have in their life. Yeah. It, you, they see it as exciting because yeah, like they don't have that, and they can listen to it for a little bit and then turn it off. And yeah. which is obviously not. You get ready the, for it like on Saturday, yeah, but that's Sunday, not, and then that's Monday, not the privilege you that you know, it. like Biggie and Puck had. Like when they were growing up, like you can't, they couldn't just switch off what they were talking about. Exactly. Like they were going through really real bad. life issues. It didn't. Yeah, they made tracks about it, but like, and so did so many other people. Like we can't just refine it to just those two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there, there, so are, many other there are so many others, but all of them were like living through the same experience, and that's why it made so much sense. And they didn't get to just turn it off when they felt like it but now we have this generation of young people who literally listen to hip-hop for a bit of excitement and controversy to kind of rebel against their pretty easy lifestyles but like yeah that is that really what that's not what hip-hop was but that's what it's become now now. elgin (laughs) wants to be captain jamaica so bad i know he wants he wants he wants that rice and peas super serum like (laughs) i nearly sent you guys a picture of my rice and peas yesterday being like elgin i was gonna bring you some we should do like cultural day yeah, yeah. I was gonna say like show and tell. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you want any now. Nah. I, I, I would like Zim food doesn't do well if you like don't eat it on the spot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's don't eat it on the spot. It's problems. Yeah, exactly. You know what I want to do one day is try rice and peas versus jollof because I feel like this causes that's so many. Heavy, that's a heavy fight. It that's, causes yeah, so many arguments. Everyone's fight. like, nah, it's rice and peas. And people are like, nah, it's jollof. I'm like, you know what? I want to put them side by side and try them. I mean, Zim's don't get the experience either, really. Like, nah, uh, you guys we, don't have it. We don't have a jollof and Zim. Hey, yo, rice I and ketchup. Saw. Rice and a ketchup. We <laughs> 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 actually have a rice and ketchup. <laughs> Oh, struggle days, man. Struggle days. Milk and rice? Milk and rice? Milk, rice, and sugar? Oh, my days. People don't know, man. Don't know the mixtures. Wow. We've hit hit so low. We had peanut butter and rice, fam. Peanut butter. No, that's true. It's true. It's true. (laughs) But anyway, boys, we must get back on track to our chats. What are we chatting today? Oh, we've chatted some big topics, actually. We spoke 
how what it means to be youth in the culture, how that has affected each of us individually in terms of our music selection, what that has mm-hmm. grown up listening mm-hmm. to. Mm-hmm. And just before we spoke about how hip hop has changed, how the view of that has changed and how it's less of, you know, we're getting out of the streets and people are now making a controversial opinion of, you know, we've got to chase our bag, we've got to dip now. Yeah. Now you just, yeah, you're selling, like sort of selling a product. You're selling yourself. Selling a story, yeah, yourself. Mm-hmm. And then before that, we talk about youths that may be paving the way. Um, we mentioned Kai. Yeah, the old generation that we paid that, you know, handed the next generation on as well. Facts. So covered all of that. And then now, now what we're we getting into. Well, now we're getting into what impact the youth has had on the hip hop now. So, which, like, switch it and reverse it. Exactly. So we talked about the people who influence the youth. But what influence the youth have? Mm. Oh, Where are we taking okay. it? it? The angry it. old heads are going to come for us, bro. Like, why are you, why are you putting these on? Like. <laughs> Yeah, no, yeah, but just basically where we taking taking hip hop and music right now compared to where it was before, and how what are we changing up? Mm-hmm. I say just versatility, period. Like how you have artists that just do just be across all genres. Yeah, completely. yeah, you're right. And not right. only that, but we talk we touched on the business as well. But you have artists now that just do everything. Like well, they they uh, do their videos, videos, yeah, they um, do. yeah. Photography. They they're not even like they're models and rappers as well. <laughs> yeah, there's, yeah, the models, rappers. They produce their own beats. Then they're into the business as well. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think just versatility is the biggest thing that I see. Even like now, you can tell most rappers are also producers as well. Like it's a skill that you have to have now. Yeah, yeah. You have to be able to make your own music as well as be able to rap on those own beats and make beats for other musicians as well. You even get people being like their own DJs as well. Exactly. Mm. And they, they, I feel artists are becoming so much more a one-man package. Mm. You used to have to have someone who was like really good, you know, maybe it's like writing songs or like they sounded really good, but they had a big team behind them. But I feel like now as we become more individualized as people and as a society in general, you can see artists redoing that as they yeah. become like their own producers own beat makers own DJs like everything like they just are slimming down to become yeah. just one person and like building brands I feel like you didn't you might not have so much had a brand around individual artists previously whereas now like like just using Kanye as an example you've got the yeah, Yeezys well. you've got everything like Kanye is his own brand exactly. obviously you have big influential artists like nowadays I think we see Biggie so much more as a brand and Puck as a brand but I feel like at the time even like Wu-Tang as a brand but the, the Wu-Tang sense... really is a brand it's, yeah. it's crazy it's now like, there's a lot of people yeah. who just know Wu-Tang off of like the t-shirts and like yeah. people just mentioning Wu-Tang in passing rather than actually or on Future to exactly like how many times did you see those donuts everywhere Converse the, the, the whole thing with that yeah true as well yeah that was yeah. mad but yeah, I feel like that this whole branding thing is coming out yeah. where we see brands. I feel like speed is a huge thing as well that young people have like influence with music and hip hop in particular. You used to have to wait so long for a track, like you were waiting. And you knew it'd be worth it. But now with the influence of SoundCloud, with the influence of like young people and this kind of perception that music is so much more disposable now. Yeah. Like we get a new track and I we're think, like um, okay, what's next? Yeah. I think the Z that ZZ track is a perfect 
example of that. Yeah, yeah. Like we had just dropped the snippet, snippet, and everyone was like, "Yo, we need the whole People thing." Going crazy. People out here extending the snippet to three minutes, like for an actual actual song yeah. off of a ten second snippet. So yeah, snippet dropped, and then when three the weeks later, out, song dropped, and then it that went crazy. Thing. Everyone forgot about it after that. Yeah, exactly. even like I think we had it in uh, the playlist, and we were like, "Oh, it's a bit dead now." Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's how we feel. Like, as young people, we just consume this music so quickly. And we're like, what's next? And I feel like that's definitely a way that young people have changed music and influenced music because we've made artists kind of... We kind of expect more. Yeah, we we Because we're consumers rather than observers. And we're so much more involved in the process now. Whereas you would literally be happy to receive what you got but now we feel some sense of that we are we're owed, owed yeah that we're owed music and we're owed new stuff and i thought that's definitely something that young people are responsible for i also want to talk about the fact that we're in the age of like social media and streaming services right now they uh-huh. rule the internet and that's that's yeah, our a, shit we own beast. that and that's also changed the way that we listen to music entirely so we can even let's talk about Tyler the Creator. He announced Eagle what like two weeks ago, right? Yeah. And it's coming out on the seventeenth of May. How many people are going to listen to that album start to finish in one sitting, right? Because of the availability of streaming services, he can put the whole album out and everyone can listen to that for free if yeah. they want to. Whereas if you couldn't afford an album back in the day, you'd have to wait for it to come up on like MTV. People yeah, don't even true. know the struggle of like literally. I used to record songs from the radio in the car. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'd have my yeah. old little Blackberry or, like, my friends would, like, send it to me on BBM or something like that if they if they had it or, like, MP3 converter. Like, you have to you used to have to go to so much effort to get a track if you really liked it. And now it's just kind of like, oh, uh, like, what's next? I even, I even find myself being guilty of it. I'm like, yeah, I like this track and then I will listen to it to death within, like, a day and a half. And, and like, then yeah, you done after that and you moved on. But... <clears throat> I don't think I really are. Uh, yeah, we did do the CDs and stuff, but LimeWire was the first time where you got like that true, yeah. not true, but like the first taste of like, what we have right now with streaming services, where you just, any track you want, you just boom, it's there. It's mine now, like I have this. I have it done, finished, I'm moving on to the next thing. Exactly. So you can listen to it whenever you want. It, the accessibility is right there. And when you have something, it's it's so much less satisfying than having to wait for it. Yeah, like if you would catch a track like on the radio, that would be so special because yeah, you have to be in the right place at the right time. And I remember like flicking through different stations to, to like, try and find like a track, or like you'd hear it on one station and you'd keep flicking, then you'd find yeah. it again if you really like that track. Whereas like young people of today don't have that at all. But I feel like we do. There's there's some aspects where we do have it. So. Social media is a big aspect in what the youth have, and that's huge in the way that the, the youth is able to push their music. But things like like um, Vine back oh in the God, day, yeah, wow. it, that was that's crazy because back on Vine you couldn't have your music <laughs> wouldn't show up on what what song is currently playing. So someone would have a song with the Vine like a song with the song in it, then you'd have to go through the journey yeah. of going like deep into the internet and finding the song. And when you find the song, that's the feeling of just like like pure bliss and like relief like you're like i finally have this song everyone listened to the song i got it they're like yo where'd you get it i put you on bro show it i'm fine have you seen that meme that's like the year is 2024 vine has been shut down for however many years i say to my children look at all those chickens (laughs) (laughs) and they do not understand (laughs) (laughs) but it's it's so true though because 
back if you couldn't find that song, you'd have to go and listen to that same seven second vine over and over and over and over and over and over yeah. again until you actually find the song. No, it's mad the influence that social media has on everything and things that we don't even think it affects. But I think festivals and stuff like that's where it changed though. That's, yeah, I think that changes the game. Yeah, for sure. Like festivals and getting to events and, and getting out there. The thing with festivals is that sometimes they cause a lot of trouble. <laughs> Why? I don't know, Why, but here comes some trouble. Oh, <laughs> um, here we go. She's really on it this episode. Like I'm, I'm just chilling right now. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, guys? You are locked into Hot Sauce with Jenna, Eldrin, and Dubs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Boys, boys, tell the listeners what they just listened to. They just listened to Shot and Wine by Sean Paul and Steph London. Ooh. Ooh. They had thrown by Steph Kofi. London. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Steph London. Sean Paul. The way Wiley. the way Elgin was behind Wiley. my back this, <laughs> on the Sin Hip Hop IGTV video. If you haven't checked it, go check it out. It's on Sin Hip Hop's Instagram at Sin Hip Hop. But you guys are here for hot sauce, so we'll keep pushing <clears throat> with our tracks and chats. Alright, and then before that we had Rasta Love. It's by Protege and Kamani Mali. And then we had Here Comes Joe by Chronics. Hey. Killer songs. Killer, killer, hey. killer, killer, we in, killer We're songs. in Elgin land now. Seen the transition. Exactly. Oh, You're deep right. in Elgin land. You're deep in his bag. Deep. My bag is coming up soon. But we're here. Soon come. Soon come. We started mm-hmm, off. Mm-hmm. We started off with my tracks, with my picks. I feel like I was quite tame this week. I was quite mellow, you know? Facts. Just a few. Just a few little... Little five minute songs. Jenna's yeah. out here in the transition. Little five minute songs. I hit you with Do by Beanie Man and Miss Thing. <laughs> <laughs> but, boys, what have we been talking about today? Because it's about the conversations as well as about, about the chat. Exactly. Today we've been talking day. about youth. How the youth has affected the hip hop. How hip hop has affected the youth. How this view on hip hop has changed from, you know, get out the streets to we need to go in the streets to make our music legit. And even how we're talking about just before how the youth have affected hip hop and like Vine and social media and how our consuming of the music has definitely changed how hip hop is perceived and how we, you know, consume that again in the current climate. But right now, let's go into a little bit of how the changing views of culture affect the music that we listen to and vice versa. Like we all know music is of like a very viable medium in controlling you know how the poli- the the what is it what's the word what's the word how politics is viewed mm-hmm. and so how what political shifts have we seen that have been caused by music or vice versa how politics has changed Ooh. music i was talking about this the other day actually because we're talking about obviously kanye running for president mm-hmm. and we've had conversations before about whether artists should mix their public influence with their political perspective and whether we think this is a good way to get young people to engage with politics because obviously it's very evident and prominent for young people it involves young people but yeah i feel like as time has gone on we've seen more artists kind of using their platform to you know get young people more interested in politics Mm -hmm. and to in in a positive or a negative way whichever way you want to look at it it's definitely been something that's been it's always good to get incorporated it's always good good to get youth into like politics and like decision making and stuff but then then, children are the future because once again the other side's where it's just like 
artists talking to you about like politics that don't know anything about politics yeah exactly, exactly. Like, is that the right space is that the right platform i feel like when kanye first came out and said he was going to run for president everyone kind of shrugged it off because they were like oh 2020 that's so far away and it's like now it's we're in 2019 corner, like exactly. it's around the corner it's, it's really it's really like tight <laughs> is that the lead up mm-hmm. yeah i think that it's definitely like there's a lot of debate around whether artists should use their platform for that and should be kind of influencing young people about politics. Because like you say, Eldred, a lot of the people who are stepping up and wanting to talk about it, it's like, hold on, you really don't know that much yourself. And yeah. it's dangerous to, to get young people thinking something if it's not properly informed. It's like there is so much power like in the youth. Yeah, it's big power. Sure, we hold a lot of power. Exactly. Yeah, Crazy. As, as Bugsy Malone says, there's so much power in youngers. <laughs> you know what Kanye says? No one man should have all that power. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you today, I'm just chilling. I'm, I'm really just step back in the yard, rock. But you know, I always say, I always say, it's the government, fam. But, <laughs> but it's important for the youth to actually be aware of, you know, the government that you know controls the country that we're yeah, in. Yeah, for sure. One day we're gonna have the youth. Now is gonna be running for parliament running for government in the future and so this music is going to be a big part of how they form their personality how they're able to see the groundwork from their their view from their perspective the people around them and even how in the future when they enter parliament if they so wish right how they're going to affect their own youth in their community because as you see in like nipsey hustle for example Mm -hmm. right when he created his music, his music was something that was responsive to the streets and the situation that he lived in. And even when he created his store, and then he started his own little movement within his community that could then change the policies within everything else. You know, yeah. he's good at talking about politics, social issues, and stuff like that. Did I do it music. again? Oh, no. <laughs> no, you didn't. No, you didn't. I'm so surprised I have not said this already on the show but comment no 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 it's it's yeah, facts no, it's no, I'm, I'm actually gonna give it to you because yeah. i swear you haven't you haven't talked you haven't comment spoken about comment for wow. a while yeah. when elgin no, put allowed, that picture on for my birthday where i look so mad and he's like when they don't play comment <laughs> i was like you know what i can't even get vexed about this because it is so true like i'm not even gonna argue about it <laughs> I'm literally I'm gonna take it I'm gonna sit there and take it because you guys do know my love for Common but Black America again is such a hard track and it's a good track because people can enjoy it just for the music Common's music in general you yeah. can enjoy it just for the pure purely for the sound but I feel like his political influence is very interesting because rather than tell you facts he makes you think more yourself yeah. and I think when you see that in music that is what's important yeah. That is what is such an incredible platform that we should be jumping on and that we should be kind of encouraging young people to think differently for themselves. It's dangerous when we try and just spread Put personal opinion. Yeah, if you just try and tell young people, oh, you should think that, that that's yeah. not good. That's dangerous. That's never but, ever worked, though. Yeah, yeah but when you actually worked. get them to think differently about things for themselves, which, yeah. you know, my, my man Common does nicely... <laughs> Um, yeah, I think that's a really positive way that you can combine the two. But that's yeah. my comment right over. It's very true, though. I love you. What you're saying, oh, okay. It's very, it's very, it's very true. What you're trying Provo- to say, though, yeah. because just provoke thought. As really. as as a youth, right? When has there ever been a time when someone is like, "Yeah, go do this," and yeah. you're like, "Yeah, yeah okay, I'll listen to do you." Do that for sure. Yeah, exactly. For like, sure. no, it, for the youth, it's always been a situation.
situation. I mean, from my perspective, at least. I really have to be kind of tricked. But as a youth coming, we're, we're, we're in this transition period from, you know, being a child to being an adult. And so we're still trying to find our own places and find our own footholds here and there. Yeah. And we're still trying to really learn our own lessons. And so having someone be like, yeah, cool, do this. It's kind of just, nah, we really want to rebel from that and really like, oh, yeah, cool. I want to do my own thing. Yeah. The youth, are, yeah, that's always been like something with the youth is rebelling and stuff. But it's just even just taking it back to whatever the person is putting on you and saying it doesn't to me it just does not make sense for like Kanye to say oh yeah vote for these people because of this mm-hmm. like bro I mean you don't know what you're talking about I know for a fact you don't know what you're talking about yeah. so in that that's yeah, that space yeah for sure but I still think it's dope to get people expressing the views you can't stop that you always have you always have to have people expressing the views because then you just get to like like Zimbabwe. <clears throat> Mugabe type You know yeah. No one's saying anything It's like people scared to say it So You always have to have people Expressing their views But I have to take like A grain of salt facts. Yeah You know These young people Are the future And If we just tell them What to do all the time If we're like Vote for this Vote for that it's How is that going to continue Like where is that going to go Whereas when you get them to actually think differently about things in a way that they don't really realise that they're doing it. So literally just by listening to music, listening to tracks that have a kind of subliminal educational message, it has so, so much power and it sets us up much better so for the future when, you know, you provide people with the tools to create something and to to learn for themselves and educate themselves i think that's definitely huge and that's huge for music we can even see that even like in olden times right not olden olden times olden but like time. in the throwback days when they had the we are the world song oh yeah with mj and yeah, that was yeah. that's a huge shift we still play that now yeah and it's like this is something that's like done by ads done by all of these different companies to support all of these different causes and it's a way that music has influenced us in a like a political sense more than just musical so bringing us together exactly mm, mm, I like it our next <laughs> track Eldrin is Huku by Shou Majoji what's up guys you are locked in to Hot Sauce so that last track that you heard is the start of my bag you're really descending into the depths ooh, here ooh. with your boy Dabs Hear that alliteration? So that was Photosynthesis with Saba. You heard Midnight Starring by DJ. Yo, that's my last name. <laughs> <laughs> DJ Maporisa. Oh, do, yo, did you? Oh, did you only check that right now? Yeah. Damn. And then Huku by Show My Josie. Show My Josie. Yeah. And honestly, they killer tracks. Shout out to Eldrin for the like finishing up the bag. You know how it is. Um, just yeah, just left my bag. It's alright. One up for the hometown, fam. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so biased to South Africa. True, true. Uh, I'm going back at the end of the year. You actually? Mm Mm-hmm. I'm going to see my cousins. All my cousins are turning. All my cousins turned 18 this year. So like, it's lit now. (laughs) On the topic of that, though, I want to talk about you know, youth and playlist culture has been crazy. Youth playlist culture. Youth and playlist culture. So music. Has affected the way that we said we we told has affected the way our personalities are really right. And we've spoken about that in the way that you know vines have had an entertainment aspect right. Social media has ruled over that streaming. We consume music on a daily basis, but you know streaming services and the current media of social media 
has allowed for us to be able to take someone that you want to really want to move to and make them a playlist. Be like, this is a segment of my soul. I can take my, I can take what music represents me and send it to you. No one's ever made me a playlist before. I feel so sad. Okay, send a DM to our, our hot sauce page. Link your Spotify. Send Jenna your hottest playlist. <laughs> this is a challenge. It goes out to you. Call out. It's exactly. A call out. Make Jenna our playlist. She's gonna rate them on the next show. <laughs> wow, wow. No, but you're right. No, playlist is a big thing. No, playlist matter. Definitely, definitely. I, that's iFlex. <laughs> yeah, but there's like you're getting all these different kinds of playlists. So. Like, take Spotify, just for example. You get, like, now Spotify is creating them for you. So in this world of algorithms and stuff like that, you get, like, your daily mix, and it's, like, looking at what you're listening to. And it's allowing you to find so many more, like, different artists and to explore more and to find new people. Because you've got, like, even, like, the Off The Clef Australia playlist. Yeah. That's all Australian hip hop. You're able; it's so much easier to find what you want, kind of thing. And there's even like a women's, like there's literally yeah. a strictly women's off the cliff playlist, which is huge to have and huge to see. So yeah, it's just creating extra spaces for exposure for people to find new artists, but also to make romantic gestures to <laughs> to the honeys in Dabs's case. <laughs> I, I hate I hate but love the the um, daily mix thing. Like I feel like you like you like giving into that way like it predicts you and you like can't tell what you listen to a yeah. song. I'm like, but, ha, I don't like that. <laughs> yeah, but it's like so sometimes I look at it, I'm like, damn, this is so fire, like uh, you know me man. The no, one I, what gets me is when I look at it and it's like all tracks that I listen to all the time. I was like, This, this is, is nothing new. Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, this well. is yeah. all stuff that I've listened to so many times. I want something new, I want something different. And sometimes it comes through with like some heavy, heavy tracks. But yeah, sometimes I'm like, no, it's just dead. I can listen to this yeah. on my own anyway. What kills me is when I'm when you really like when they give you the one at the end of the year and they're like, this is the song you listen to the most. And if <sighs> the see vi- some stupid last year, last oh, you got to make you angry. Last year I hit a point where I was like, for three months I was just like rough. Like Elgin was out here like, bro, why are you on Twitter <laughs> tweeting like Soldier Boy? <laughs> no, no, anyone saw Dan during this time? He was such a sensitive man. Oh, he was actually tweeting. He was like, "Oh, the tweets were crazy." No, no you were, you were, you were, he, no, you were tweeting like, um, Bow Wow. That's what you were doing. You tweeting like Bow Wow. Yeah, like yeah. Right. yeah. And like, you can really go through them. Like, yo, I was, I want to slap oh, no. myself right now. Like, no, I want to. I just sl- looked at mine. Like, it's so bad. See? Mine is so tragic. It's crazy. One of my top tracks is "Better Now" post Malone. <laughs> <laughs> yo, I really yo, mean. this is this is Jenna's vanilla Hardy's playlist right Jenna now. Jenna like. is <laughs> out of here. You are uh, washed. That is crazy. <laughs> oh my god, there's even Coldplay on here. <laughs> fam, 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 fam. We just need. You know what we need to do. We need to yeah. bounce from this topic. <laughs> He's trying it, but it's not going to work. He's <laughs> trying it, but it's not going to work. We're going to keep it here. <laughs> You're not going to move on, boy. Tell me, have you made a playlist for anyone before, Dabs? Yeah, I have. Yeah, I, was, I have. Okay. I have. I have. What is it? What, are, what is in the playlist? I'm not going to tell you. Post Malone, Migos. I'm pretty sure there's Jacquees in there. Oh god! Because, yeah, yeah. That's why I went off like a, a couple episodes ago, and Jenna was like, "Looks like Jacquees," because people just tell me I look like Jacquees sometimes, <laughs> and I'm like, "I don't look like Jacquees," but like I'm gonna put it in the playlist though. <laughs> Linking back 
to what we're talking about with music and the influence that young people have, the influence that music has on young people. Speaking of Jacquiso, do you not think how mad it was when he did the whole LMI remix and then that was just shut down like everywhere? Like yeah. the control, you don't realize the control that music has over what we consume, what we listen to, and what we're able to have. Like the fact that people have the power to literally just shut down a whole track is so mad. Yeah. And to completely make that like not available because yeah, that, it was yeah, like that was insane. I low really key better think, than the original. Yeah, I, I really didn't think that was possible. Like to for you just to take a track off completely. Everywhere. It's really gone. You can't find it anywhere, and that's like crazy because insane. industries own that. What is it? The DJ, DJ. What's the DJ's name? Mustard. Must yeah. DJ Mustard completely killed that. Yeah. Completely killed it. Even his relationship with LMA Jacquees and LMA was talking about it, and he said, um. Yo, me and, Ella were, me and LMA were friends beforehand. We were, like, going to collab on a track, all of this. And then after the Trip remix came out, DJ Mustard killed it and then made it seem like I was chasing a bag when it really wasn't. And it was yeah. just him putting up music. He's always put up covers. Yeah. But because people were having a certain reception to this, like, it, it reflected badly on LMA. And from a business perspective, it would have been better to take that song down. And that's when it's like the business can really take over the love of the music which isn't what we had beforehand and that's something that the youth is really bringing in now oh for sure 100% and looking at that kind of controversy the whole thing about Twitter beef we have so much Twitter beef now between artists and stuff like that like mm-hmm. when Jacquees came out in London and he performed the song and then she was like, I would be embarrassed if I had to come out and do a cover oh, yeah. just for people to know yeah. who they are. It's like, oh, That's no. So but I think it also shows you how powerful music is because, I mean, that dominated news for how long? Yeah. Like, you can... You can capture so... That, I guess that's why people that go back to what we were talking about before, getting hot and stuff. That captured, yeah, news for, like, two weeks completely. Exactly. And that... Yeah. Because beef is crazy. Even when... Um, last year when we saw Soldier Boy and Chris Brown have their beef. When was the year before that? Mm-hmm. That was, like, the year before Was that. it really? Yeah. It was oh, 2017. Oh, that's crazy. Even that speaks volumes about it as well. Like, you yeah. really remember that. Like, it's yesterday. Yeah, that was 2017. Yeah. goes and comes and comes and goes. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah, you, that's why we were talking about how you just... It's easy just to be... Get on the beef and stuff, but... Damn, that's the negativity. I want to see more people buying out the front row. Like 50 Cent? 50 <laughs> yeah. Cent makes money. <laughs> that's, so, that's comedy gold, man. He's a super that's, villain. That's beef that I can get with. He's like, a so, super villain. That is, that is some next level funny kind no, of stuff. No, there was like, he what, did he, no, what did he, he do recently? It. Recently, he like went on Instagram. He like named a whole bunch of people that owe him money. Yeah, and they're like literally commenting then, under like, "Yo, I gave you the, I gave you the thousand, bro. Yo, I gave you someone, the 30. He sued someone for twenty dollars because he uh, he gave them a CD in like primary school, and I was like, "Bro, why do you remember this? Like, it makes no sense." That's a he's a he's a he's a rich bully. Bro. <laughs> exactly. He's a, he's a rich. He's a bully that's never ever grown up. He's just like I'm a bully the whole. Did life. you see how he described the jaw rule situation? He's like, "I'm buying out the front row, the whole front row, so that you can really see how good of a performer you are, because you're still gonna perform like that there." I'm like, bro, why are you so mean? Like, <laughs> all this beef just needs to bounce. You know, I tried that before. He actually, tried I tried that before, before, but you guys are still bullying. Wow, wow, ah, why sell pants with the zippers? Yikes, meta is even already hit it twice. Tag on your soul, everybody. Wagwan, my people, you are here with Aldrin, myself, Debs, and Jenna. And we're bringing y'all fire tracks, saucy tracks for the past three hours. Um, so, 
What did y'all listen to just before? You're still in my bag, bro. Like, yeah, this I've been is, in your, yeah, your bag. These is are dancing selections. Exactly. We just heard Hot Up The Place by Idonia. No, no, no. Go again. What? Go what? again. Now you say that again. You bro. can't say it like that. Yeah, it's not a normal sentence. Like, Go, yeah. Hot Up The Place <laughs> <laughs> by Idonia. <laughs> uh, Blue Lights by our girl Georgia Smith. Yeah. You heard Bounce by Flatbush, Flatbush Zombies. Yeah. That's a on uh, flat bush zombies is underrated. That's what I think. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. For real, they really should be bigger. And they had their album come out not too recently, like a yeah, few months pretty back. recently. Yeah, and it was like insane. Like I was like, this is crazy. Long ass album though. It was like twenty yeah. tracks. Yeah. But you listen to all of Heartbreak on a Full Moon. So That's you, different. Fam. I'm not trying to listen to... I'm not going to just go out to Flatbush and be like, alright, cool, 20 tracks. <laughs> but you listen to 46. It's 57 See 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 That's a resident skin. It's a different type of love man mm-hmm. But boys What are we talking about today What has been The general link Between all of our discussions Today we're talking about the youth The, the youth Them in the, cult, in the culture and music And just How that's happening And um How the youth have an influence On music As we see it today Our view on music Um <clears throat> and people that we think are paving the way for music in the next generation. And, yeah. I think it. we've spoke a lot about what's going on, the impact that the youth have had on music and the impact that music has had on the youth. I guess what I want to ask you boys next is, where are we going from here? Like, what's the future? We spoke about this kind of forced controversy this marketing of music and the business side to things that are making people you know act up for the sake of acting up to sell and to to get their bag and dip where do we see this going like is this sustainable like are we gonna be able to keep this up or is it something that you think is gonna die off like what do you think is gonna happen in the future well, for me, what I really, really like to see is some an artist come up that's going to be someone that I can be like, oh, yeah, cool, this is someone that's going to stay and that I'm going to listen to for a while. And, you know, for real, the only inspiration that I can see that happening with is, like, someone like Charles Gambino. So he's, like, being there and he's still doing his thing and, like, continues to evolve in a way that I can see myself listening to him, like, 10, 20, 30 years from this point on, right? But in terms of people my age that, for example, my mom has artists that she listens to and be like, oh, yeah, cool, these are people at my age that released music when I was still a kid that I still listen to now. For me, I don't think I really have that artist and I don't think we really have that artist, that type of artist given the kind of culture that we have. But I really would like to see that in the coming years. Mm-hmm. But honestly, so, like, so you'd like to see an artist that we can say we champion for like the next 20, 30 yeah, years. Yeah, exactly. That's our age. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah but sense. I guess we just don't kind of get that because everyone is so disposable. Exactly. Because we are like, what's next? We're like, who's next as well? And I feel like that can be so damaging and dangerous in terms of where we're going to go from that because yeah we spoke about jay-z before being timeless you look at like rihanna okay rihanna hasn't released any new music in so so long but you know it just got announced that fenty beauty is going to be sold in boots and everyone's going crazy over it because she is able to be such a staple and able to be so huge like i remember going to see rihanna when i was in like year five and she was like 19 and it was crazy and and the way that she was able to dominate and have and leave this kind of huge legacy we just don't see artists like that that are coming up 
more recently doing that or having that kind of influence the, and impact? What's it? I think Either the that lifespan or... is like five. Every artist right now in hip hop have like an average of life. Lifespan is like five years. Exactly, and even what Jenna was saying before with the the increased amount of controversy that a lot of these like artists are really putting out, unfortunately, can lead them to like pass away really, really quickly. And we've yeah. seen that happen in, in like current years. We've seen a lot of artists come and yeah. go due to just like different levels of abuse or just controversy, or like just have them being put into situations where they unfortunately lose their lives. And I swear there's the, a Boondocks episode on this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the Boondocks is a great reflection of the culture, <laughs> but that's it's very true because it's it's really sad to see because the amount of talent these people have. It's the it. burnout. What is actually going to happen if we continue to just constantly be like, what's next? Like, we don't appreciate what we've got or we're cancelling people or, yeah, people are just being controversial for the sake of being controversial... It's like where where can we really go from this? I'm not I'm not sure to be honest. Do you think we'll see like a spread of influence? Because when I think about the most influential people, you know, that I look to within the genres that I enjoy, like not even just hip hop, they are predominantly American and they come yeah. out of America. We've literally just talked about Rihanna, Beyonce, Jay Z, Kendrick, yeah. like Kanye, <clears throat> Chance like Charles Gambino like all of them are American yeah and I feel like ever so slowly we've kind of got a few like I'm gonna say Stormzy in yeah. the UK yeah it's huge you can, huge. Yeah. You can say WizKid Wiz out in West Africa yeah like, so people like Southern Africa yeah like we're yeah. ever so slightly we have people like Kwame out here what's his name yeah yeah What's the, what's the dude name in, in um from Chile in like Spanish areas? Oh, Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny. Yeah. yeah Even Spanish like Proje and Chronics. Proje Chronics. We're slowly seeing the American domination yes. beginning to dilute and yeah. it's beginning to spread over. And do you think that in the future we will see like mad, mad major staples in... You know, maybe even in Australia. Like, we spoke about how huge yeah. it was that Kwame was at South by Southwest. Mm-hmm. I know that... Who was it? Was it you, Dabs, yeah, yeah. that tried to say that... You tried to compare him to Guy Sebastian <laughs> and say it was like when Australia <laughs> first got represented at Eurovision. It's really <laughs> mad, though. I'm just, like, how crazy is it that people were like, yo, why is Australia in Eurovision for real? Then we had Guy Sebastian out here. But now we have, like, Kwame from, like, Sydney, right, representing us at South by Southwest. True, true, but I feel like that's still. If we were to pose it's that a bad scenario, <laughs> it's a mad comparison either way. It's a, it's a mad comparison for sure, but yeah, I feel like we will see that spread of influence and that spread of major major artists come through, perhaps because I feel like a lot of the things we talk about in terms of that individualism, in terms of that you know disposable kind of attitude i feel like that is very heavily in the u.s as well so maybe we will see that kind of burn out but that will create spaces for artists coming up in different places that are bringing something new that will allow hip-hop and the genres that we love to develop into you know new mutations kind of thing again i was watching an interview with them the other day with gets about grime and about the evolution of grime and kind of the argument between like the OGs that are like, no, grime is grime and grime is what it should be from like the early 2000s to looking at grime today. And, 
you know, some people will go as far to say that they actually like grime now more than then. But it's like we have a certain level of nostalgia attached to original genres that we try and preserve. And we realize it's not the actual talent coming from the music that we enjoy. It's the memories that we have attached to it. So, okay, like we look at old school hip hop, we attach certain memories to that and we attach a certain feeling to that. And I feel like, are we going to get that same kind of thing with like all this new wave hip hop that we have going on? Mm, I don't. I definitely think so. I feel like there's definitely tracks that, and like albums and stuff that you can resonate right now with. Um, given time, obviously you you resonate with them a bit more. But yeah, just because a lot of them are thrown at you, it can go either way. So sort of like you can live with the track really really well, and you can you love the track, and you can go good, or you just live with it and then throw it away. So yeah. you can go either way. Facts. There's like, um, there's a few tracks I know now that if, like, even like five years, I think if you, they were just like mad throwback tracks. Exactly. Like, you're not going to have them on repeat or anything, but it'll just be mad throwback tracks. Like, oh, I remember that time. Think like, of like, what, 679 by Fetty Wap. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, she's fine. You think about that and you're like, yo, I remember those <laughs> days, bro. Yeah, that's almost that's released, madness. Man, like that is actually a madness. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a, yeah, an example. But look at, yeah, but sure. look at that track and then look at Fetty Wap. Mm-hmm. Disposed of mm-hmm. instantly, like we're oh, done. But yeah, yeah. So so hot, the artist, like at the yeah. time, we were all like, "Oh my god, he's so cool!" Like, what happened to his eye? Like crazy <laughs> <laughs> for ages. And now, like, where you people don't he's, even want to know. People are gone. so like, exactly. he's gone. He's he had his moment, and now he's done. Exactly. And it's weird because he's actually like I've I don't know how, but I stumbled across like a few of his like recent tracks. They're really good. Exactly. But it's like, as soon as people are done with you, like, we're done, bro. We don't want but you. But the controversy thing really, really, really rings a bell because Fetty Wap's been fairly uncontroversial. He hasn't True. done anything. He just lies low and does his own thing, focuses on the music. Whereas yeah. you have someone like Bobby Shmurda, for example. Oh, He's no. been in jail for a time and people <laughs> still talk about him now. Yeah, oh. yeah. That's, a, that's another one. Oh, I, ooh, oh, man, I really slept on this cancel culture thing. <laughs> I really slept on it. Now, on in hindsight, I really slept on it. I could have really gone at you a few times. I guess talking about the future kind of wraps up our discussions for today, really, in terms of... we kind of... To conclude, obviously music has a massive impact on the youth, but the youth also have a massive impact on music. Mm. And I think that that's something that is new. The fact that young people don't realise that the the power they have to manipulate music, to manipulate what is put out for us, because we are now consumers. Like I say, we're not we're no longer purely observers. We are consumers. So we are like pawns in the game. Yeah. So obviously what we buy, what we consume, what we tap into, it's supply and demand. So yeah. what there is demand for, the industry has a duty to supply. And I feel like that is the first kind of time that we've had that level of influence. Obviously, looking back in the day, people weren't just putting tracks out that they thought were going to, like, bomb. But you didn't have that kind of influence where you could easily just dispose of people. People could release a track and it was maybe not as popular as others, but they weren't, like, disposed of straight away. And I feel like, yeah, we definitely have this clear-cut kind of sound that is very new wave, that is influenced by young people, and that young people have a very tight grip on controlling, for sure. 
Yeah. Exactly. And I think that's just the perfect way to sum it up, to be honest. That's well, thanks, Dad. Absolutely <laughs> mad. Just like how. It's a oh, mad city out that's here. That's me. He's <laughs> <laughs> actually paying me a compliment. <laughs> right. Okay, you can have this one. All right. All right. Later, later. Now, next track is Mad City by Kendrick Lamar. You're listening to Hot Sauce on Sound with your host, Sam. Like the whole and city go against me. Every time I'm in the street, I hear. Yuck, 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 yuck. Men down. What is up, y'all? And it's been a great show. We spoke about hip hop. We spoke about the culture, what it means to be a youth in the culture, and how that's affected us and you guys, the audience. But it's sad to say, but it's a crazy mad episode, and we've really, really, really got to go. It's Hope a wrap. You- I know. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. <laughs> thing. No, it's not. Um, (laughs) So no This is Hot Sauce And yeah We just give you the sauce For the past three hours Fire tracks Everything Yeah Running up with the youths today Speaking on that And yeah Tune in every week Every Thursday From 10pm Till 1am Same place Same time Make sure you hit up our Instagram At the hottest sauce Mm -hmm. Make sure you hit up our Facebook Also Hit up my DMs with a playlist. Yes. That's that's a genuine call out. That's a call out. Somebody send me a playlist, please. Because I, I'm yet to have this experience. That's your, cha- a that's your challenge for this week. We're having a challenge. Like you gotta send send us a playlist in the DMs for Jenna. A Jenna playlist and she's gonna rate them next episode. We'll put a song from each of them and be like, cool. But We're we... not gonna name names, but <laughs> No. <laughs> We are wrapping up and saying goodbye. And if you want to score extra brownie points in this playlist that you make for me, obviously, throw in a little bit of comment. <laughs> exactly. Oh, Just make the whole playlist comment, to be honest. Just I will <laughs> listen to that playlist all night long. Comment, Georgia Smith. Who else? <laughs> <laughs> but that's all you need. Just yeah. be commenting. Georgia Smith is good. Yo, I'm more broad than that. Thank you. <laughs> but I will listen to that playlist all night long. This is All Night Long featuring Erica oh, Badu. Oh, my days. My <laughs> Thank oh, you for tuning in to Hustlers. Well. Yeah. I want to feel the fire. Uh, water. Why? Yeah. Water. Why? Uh. This was a Sin Media Podcast, previously heard live on Sin 90.7. Okay, see you later, bye-bye.